0: Community.
1: Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Stay Curious. I am your co-host, Matt Fisher. I'm the care pastor here at Hill City, where we record this in every episode of the podcast. And I am here with my co-host, maybe, unless I'm here with a deep fake AI <laughs> version of who I think is my co-host, possibly John Wagler. Supposed John Wagler, <laughs> how are you?
0: Wish I could get the supposed sore throat. Um, you no, know, GBT, <laughs> you How do know what? you AI fix it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: that's the problem. So, as you can probably tell, today on this episode, we're going to be talking about artificial intelligence. Uh, I know. Yeah. Bear with us. So, if you, you know already
0: what? AI already knew we were talking about it,
1: they already knew. <laughs> um, hopefully, this will like cause the algorithm to feed our podcast to a bunch of new listeners, <laughs> um, or not because it's an expose. <laughs> um, <laughs> So if you already are like, oh, my gosh, I want to turn this off. Who cares? Please bear with us. <laughs> because you should care. <laughs> you should care. <laughs> you should 100% care. We are not going to come at it from a particularly like nerdy, techie. Um, as always, we're going to come at it from two guys that <laughs> one of them finished college. Um, but, yeah, w- this is something we've been – I've been wanting to talk about for a long time. And I think both of us have really – it's always like kind of – it's like at the edge of all of our conversations. Yes. Um, it's always like, no matter what we're talking about in the current moment, it's like, and like AI too, right? You know, um, but it's definitely something that I have recently started taking way more seriously to the point of like, I don't know how judicious I'm gonna be doing this episode. <laughs> like I'm feeling some feelings about this. You are this.
0: passionate about it.
1: I am passionate about this. Yeah. I will not, uh, we're all going down one day. <laughs> I am not going down at the hands of a robot. <laughs> um so yeah we are gonna be talking about ai um we're kind of doing back-to-back episodes so i don't know we could try to pretend like this is a week away from the last episode and make stuff up but john's we, not feeling good
0: <laughs> john's still sick it's still sick from i got work to do 30 minutes ago that we did the other <laughs> one
1: so we're gonna spare you the showbiz uh That's nonsense right. We're also going to skip Stay Furious because this, I don't know, I'm furious about only this. (laughs) Is there other things that you have on your mind?
0: Just the f- smell of fries from Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> I have Chick-fil-A in the uh-huh. in the room right now. Um, so, boy, we are just like washing away all of the magic, all the production magic. This is a raw <laughs> episode um, because that's the only way we can fight the robots is by keeping it raw.
0: Keeping, keeping it human. human.
1: <laughs> keeping it human. Keeping it human. So uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and talk about the only thing that matters... <laughs> for the rest of time, <laughs> which is um, artificial intelligence, what it is, and why we should care.
0: Okay, and
1: we're back. I had to have a Chick-fil-A fry and drink my Coke <laughs> because <laughs> I just needed a minute before we get into this. John, where, okay, so I, obviously this is a, a topic of conversation. I really have kind of undermined it. A lot. Mm-hmm. I have deep feelings about like you can ask my wife. There was a period of time where I I was like uncomfortable going through the self checkout line. <laughs> I like don't <laughs> like automation. I don't like. I, I have a deep sci fi nerd's fear of like the Terminator of like things. Sure. I don't like to talk to. I mean, nobody really likes to talk to the automated message, right? I don't stuff freaks me out. I didn't even, we didn't have Alexa for a long time. Cause I was just like, no, no Rob, no robots in the house. She would always send me those videos. Those like robot dogs doing tricks and stuff to freak me out. I really do have a deep fear of like <laughs> this whole thing. Um, probably again, cause I saw the ter- Terminator too early, but uh, I still sort of relegated it to like the same place in my mind where like sharks live. Like this is just a phobia, a, like sort of like, Right, arbitrary yeah. fear I have, yeah. not a real problem. Yeah, uh, and then I watched a video <laughs> that um, our friend and um, Hill City member James sent me. Um, that's it's the two guys from the Social Dilemma, which you haven't if you haven't seen the Social Dilemma. It's a great documentary about like just the deep and harmful implications of social media and algorithms and all of that. It's those two guys giving an hour long talk about the problems with AI. Mm-hmm. What is your history on, like, how have you thought about this traditionally versus how are you thinking about it since we decided that it was a serious thing to talk about?
0: I will say the video impacted me to think about it maybe a smidge differently than I had before. Um, Only because, like, I kind of just been always in the place of, like, when someone's like, well, they're going to get your information. I'm like, they got my information anyway. You know, like, whatever. Like, they can do whatever they want. And... I'm at their mercy as it is. Like unless I want to go completely off the grid, get in a kibbutz, and yeah. you know, that's it, right? And um, and so I haven't ever been like that fearful of it, mm-hmm. um, until like so the social dilemma. I was like, I was it was interesting, and then um, you know, just seeing what's happening with kids mm-hmm. uh, around all this stuff, um, what that means for them in the future. And how it's shaping things, but then also even like seeing some friends um, or people that I know, um, the impact like all of this stuff is having on them and how they even like approach their own lives. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, you know, maybe there's we need to like breathe for a second with some of this because uh, and and really contemplate how we want to actually engage it. We'll never be off of it. It, I mean, and AI has been around for a long time, yeah, you know, obviously. um but uh, we, we've never been off of it, but, like maybe we should start rethinking a piece of it, yeah, and how we engage,
1: and it's funny because something we say here a lot, you say it a lot is like, just take a moment to breathe, yeah, and that really is what people are calling for, like Elon Musk and a bunch of like high level technologists and sort of like, technology celebrities and some very serious like scientists and experts kind of signed this open letter basically calling for Google and Microsoft and some of the other companies to just pause like literally saying stop doing AI research for a couple of years I actually I think it was only six months or something
0: yeah it well was, it's funny I don't was it in the video when the guy said I don't know I, I've heard I've read yeah. and listened to so many things recently but the, the one guy's like six months is a Band-Aid. He's like, we need to do thirty years. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, guy we need to like. Yeah, yeah I think it was the guy. I think it was the guy who was at Google. Um, and Owen oh, and left. Not the guy who just left Monday. Oh yeah, okay. Another He's thing, the Godfather. Of yes, everything AI. Yeah, right. It was last name Hinton, I think, or something yeah, like that. He just left. He just left Monday because he needs to talk about the realities of this, right? Yeah. Um, this other guy was like left Google a couple of years Oh, He was fired mm-hmm. because essentially he went into a meeting and told the people at Google, Hey, you know, this thing's alive, right? Yeah. And so they ended up firing him, but like, you know, he, he's in the space of like, Hey, maybe humanity needs to get their stuff together mm-hmm. first. And so maybe we should wait 30 years before we actually release some of the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy to hear some of these guys talk like that.
1: So I I really, this brings up a good point that like, whenever you hear this, it's already changed a (laughs) hundred times. Like truly there's no, we could, we could spend 24 hours doing research and then record an episode. And by the time you heard it, half of what we learned would already have changed. So you need to know that it's going that fast. I really encourage you to watch just, you can YouTube search or Google search. Uh, it's called The AI Dilemma. It's an hour-long talk. I think there's a podcast version of it. I know that feels like a lot for something that right now to some of you feels like this is not affecting my life. But it really, really is. Watch the talk. They open this talk with a really disturbing um, statistic, which is at a at a recent like summit of all the top AI minds. They took a survey um, – and 50% of the top AI engineers and researchers in the world said that it was 10% or more likely that human extinction would be from AI. <laughs> Not joking. <laughs> like, this <laughs> is a serious question. Yeah. So, 50%, so if 50% of all of the like airline engineers. That's what they're saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: You would never go on a flight. You would never go on a flight. Yeah.
1: if Yeah. If you found out that 50% of all like aeronautics people said that there's a 10% or more likely chance that your plane's going to go down. You would never take a flight. You again. would
0: never hop on a plane. Never. Yeah.
1: We would change things. We, there would be so much litigation and regulation <laughs> and none of that. This is not regulated almost at all. I think the only place where they're really regulating is like certain random country. I think Norway maybe is doing some regulation. There's a couple of countries that are like in the EU that are suddenly like regulating super hard mm-hmm. and probably no doubt China who regulates everything. Sure. Um, but the One of the highlights of the video that really stuck out to me because of what I have said about all of my baggage with this, having a fear of it, is they really separated out the difference between what they call the AGI apocalypse or what I think experts call the AGI apocalypse, which is artificial general intelligence apocalypse, which is essentially the Terminator it, where like AI becomes self-aware, which they call takeoff. Right. Um, it becomes self-aware, it decides we're the problem, and then it tries to fix us by, you know, whatever, killing us or extincting <laughs> sure. us or what, whatever, yeah. Matrix, Terminator, whatever sci-fi horror movie you've seen. Um, which is, they're saying, that's not not a possibility, but that's not even what we're talking about. That's not even the immediate threat that's happening right now. Right. Um, they're more concerned with the rate at which AI is getting smarter without our help. And what um, I've heard called the black box of the black box effect, which is we don't know how it's no one knows how it's getting smarter. That Correct. is not tinfoil hat talk. I'm not being I'm not being over like no one knows how it's teaching itself what yes, it's Yes, the people itself.
0: that designed it and everything don't understand how it works. Yeah. So a great <laughs> example
1: that they give is ChatGBT, which if you don't know what ChatGBT is, it's a service that you can but should not sign up for, where you ask it questions and it gives you answers. It's kind of wild. Um, Like people, they're using it to write advertising copy, they're using it to write papers, like, you know, to help write academic papers and medical papers, it's really smart. And um, right before these guys gave this talk, like a week before they gave the talk, it was discovered that ChatGBT had taught itself research-level chemistry with no prompt no one right. told it to do that it just <laughs> right. taught itself research research level chemistry and if that means that like if that means on monday you could ask chat how do i make nerve gas and it would not know and then on wednesday you could ask it again and it would give you a recipe to make nerve gas from what you can buy at home depot
0: right and not because it was prompted to learn it no it, it doesn't just...
1: it doesn't hate you it doesn't care it's not Correct. evil it just wants to solve problems that's yes. all it wants to do yeah. That was the first thing that stuck out to me. I could, you know, obviously I'm like on one. What, <laughs> what stuck out to you, John? Like what what from this video and some of your reading was like, oh, this is something we need to start talking about.
0: So I think, you know, what was interesting was, you know, you look at obviously artificial intelligence. It, it goes back to like essentially the term I think was, was started in like the 50s. You yeah. Know? It's like so,
1: chess, like building, building computers to play chess again. Yeah.
0: Like that. And that happened like in the 90s. Right. Yeah. Like and so. But there was like a um, to watch like the first iteration of AI to the level of what we've experienced, right? In modern times is like it created um, doom scrolling. Yeah. Right. Because of what, how the algorithms work and how they begin yeah. to know us and collect our data and our search. And yeah. the fact that it's able to like if you stay on a picture for three seconds, but you stayed on another picture for one second, then clearly you like the other picture, you know, and that's yeah. how you get all that stuff. And, um, you know, it, created addiction yeah. to all this and then it it to some degree and i think the phrase I, I think they use it in the video uh, i don't know the exact phrasing they that they use but basically it was like a breakdown of democracy
1: yeah oh yeah I think if, that's you, what they, if you that's watch that they yeah, use. if you watch the social dilemma they detail how like yeah. facebook accidentally played a role in a small genocide right uh i mean certainly all the stuff from the elections
0: yeah and so now it's like even you know um so, so you have like that as like the first generation, yeah, and now they're releasing a second generation of stuff that has this is going to have this massive impact, but they don't know what it what it's doing, yeah, or how it works or how it learns or how it, and so now we have all this we've we already have all this misinformation. Mm-hmm. And then now what's going to happen with all this stuff, you know, like ChatGPT and like they're embedding things into like Microsoft computers. It's automatically embedded, yep. you know, uh, Snapchat, AI. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. so now a 13 year old on Snapchat has access to open AI. Yeah. That's like, I mean, they did a horrific example of what could happen there, but like uh, with um, grooming, basically. But yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. an AI basically not knowing any better. So it groom, helped groom a 13 year old. To like be go have sex with an eighteen-year-old. Yeah, no, it was like a thirty-year-old. Was it thirty-year-old? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So anyway, I just think you know that was a startling element.
1: Yeah, I think the other thing that stuck out to me was, and you know, just in case you don't watch the video, I do want to kind of, I want us to go over the bullet points of why this is important. One thing that they highlighted is in 2017 there was a switch. So as you said, AI has existed since we were. I mean, really, all computation is AI, and some, in some you know, room. like a sure. calculator is an artificial yeah. computational intelligence. It, it knows that two plus two is four, right? Um, but in 2017, there was a switch. It moved from um, compartmentalized robotic learning meaning like okay you know you go to school the guy talks about going to school to study ai if you went to school to study ai you had to pick what discipline you were working on so there was like medicine there was face recognition there was stuff that can still be creepy but is like siloed off Mm -hmm. and then in 2017 they switched over to what these guys call the generative language learning model um and it stopped seeing things as specific area problems to deal with and broke everything down into language because ultimately everything can be broken down into language. I will get into the biblical implications of that momentarily. <laughs> everything to a computer can be broken down into language. Math is just the universal language. M- music is a language. Like, And so once they – in 2017 when they sort of switched over to the generative uh, uh, language model – it made it so that all AI was learning about everything all the time right. at, at an exponential rate in, in what they call double exponents, meaning like exponentially faster than what our brains can keep up with. So when everything is language, that means that it could be helping you write copy for a TV commercial, but the same system can also be learning how to read MRIs. Correct. And they gave an example of like, you can put up an MRI, and it can look at the like heat patterns on your brain and then show you the picture that that person is looking at just right. just by reading the language of their brain pattern <laughs> so <Yeah>. like <laughs> that's horrifying <laughs> and the example that they then gave was like this is basically one one specialist said this is we are all sitting in the Manhattan project which is like the the thing that created the atom bomb mm-hmm. the, and like Basically, we are watching the new nuke be built. The difference is if you put two nukes in a room together, they don't build a better nuke. (laughs) Like, how do you proliferate something that's building on itself? Like we were able to get together and put together the, U. you know, after World War II, do the UN and do all these things to like try to create nuclear proliferation. Proliferation. Yeah, like get rid, you know, figure out the nukes. But I don't, there's a point at which we won't be able to do that with this.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, they're already talking about, like, even, like, you know, like, TikTok and stuff like that. Like, yeah. all the stuff that's happening that, you know, should be startling to how we're engaging with the world around us. Yeah. You know, and, and so I, you know, it's already started to, so obviously with, like, Siri and mm-hmm. Alexa, like, that's part of, like, all the, like, the shift, yeah. you know, that happened with all the AI. And, um, but even in 2018, you know, they had, um, like, Harmony X came out, which was, like, the sex robots. hmm You know, so you're starting to see like even it's diving into things Mm -hmm. that are not meant to be. Yeah. Like touched, right? So like these, you know, these sex robots are literally, you can order a robot that has, it feels. Yeah like a human and it's private parts. Yeah. And, and, and then you can program it to speak with it. You can change has, you can get like updated programs or different personalities or things that can be, and I'm in like in the head will rotate and the things like, so you're, so people are buying these by the thousands. I'm not saying it's by, you know, like everyone's got a sex robot, but there is a reality that some of the stuff is tapping into things. Yeah. That, I mean, we should be like, running away from
1: well and they they are really they're really specific about the fact that like if this thing solves problems just to solve problems so like it just wants to solve all the problems but problems meaning like here's the data solve it right uh the ultimate problem is intimacy like they are saying like the goal here is always going to be pushing toward how do we simulate intimacy correct and that's not the thing that scares me the most about this is like with nukes it takes an evil person wanting to use a nuke or or whatever with this it's just it using itself like, it's not it's almost like the lack of evil is scarier the lack of human evil that is like becoming a thing here is almost scarier because it's just yeah so if, if intimacy becomes a problem for this thing to solve and it is awake 24 hours a day 7 days a week 365 days a year and doesn't need food and doesn't need sleep and all it's doing is working on how to get you to feel intimacy toward it. It'll figure it out at some point.
0: Or I don't. Or well, could I should say? Well, I'm being I think very like, I think it. that's the yeah. <laughs>
1: I am. You're very <laughs> so worked up.
0: I think so. Here's what. Here's where I am. I'm a. Pro, I'm a step below you. I'm very concerned. Um, obviously, you know, all technology and it's not morally neutral. Right. right Like you know it's like there's humans at the other end of the stuff, no matter what. and yeah. so in in the wrong hands, everything can be bad. Right. I am and, you know we had this conversation around the medical side with AI mm-hmm. that I'm like, you know what it, for me, if I'm like, all right, a doctor cannot read everything all the time because a doctor has to be a doctor, a nurse has to be a nurse. But if AI can help be part of the medical process that helps you know doctors solve things or with diagnostics and everything, okay, like, that's cool. If AI can help, um, you know, uh, make things a little more efficient in the business world or whatever, like, I, all right, I, I get it. I think the problem that people have to like start dealing with is like, all right, so what if it's just replacing humans and all these different jobs when, you know, humans are meant to work? you know, there, there are elements around scripture and AI that I think you have to deal with, like work, uh, we'll just start there. Yeah. Work being one of them. Now, someone can argue no, as like you have to learn how to like operate AI or operate on that side. And there is validity to that. And I think um, that, again, that can be a moral good, mm-hmm. in it, but there also is the piece that like, well, you know, even in creation, in the creation story, um, where what God says is, is nothing c- rules over humans. Yeah. Right. And so, um, and so there is like a piece of this that kind of feels like is AI going to try to rule over humanity? Mm -hmm. Right. Which goes against creation. And Mm -hmm. then you've got kind of build out. And we've talked about this, the tower of Babel story, Mm -hmm. you know, like what's at the center of the tower of Babel story. People are always like, well, they were trying to be God. I'm like, no technology is at the center of it.
1: Yeah. Nimrod invented the brick. Yes. And
0: so you begin to see then, like, all right, so maybe is this, you know, we've often talked about like, there's going to be another scattering. Well, maybe Mm -hmm. AI, is the scattering. Yeah, the stuff. scattering is going to be me breaking every electronic I have and living in the woods. But my point is, is like there are tie-ins to, you know, for us. I mean, we could talk about all the details of AI for a long time. But you know, at some point, you got to be like, oh, well, what do we do? Yeah. Right. Like, and and so I think like yeah, there's like societal elements that you got to look at in terms of we should be regulating this stuff that people have to like step in and do the right thing mm-hmm. around this. Um, but even as Christians, it's like, we do have to like, just pay attention one. Okay. Like there's always been a boogeyman. Mm-hmm. And so, um, maybe, maybe let's, let's be aware of its possibilities, but we don't have to live necessarily in fear. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. we can, um, because there there can be good that can come from it. And, and it already has, obviously. But but you know what? Uh, parenting, like we'll just use that as What's our responsibility on parenting? Well, if we want to care for our children, we've got to be very careful for them as, as responsible adults around everything involved with anything they touch with AI, mm. like, you know, on social media and, and everything. Like that's care, right? Mm. And that's love. And so I think there are things that we step into.
1: Yeah, don't. And, I mean, even immediately, don't stop feeding it immediately. <laughs> like, look, if you have to write a couple lines of copy or a paper, just do it. Don't <laughs> let this thing do it for you. Because there is going to be implications. Like, the the connectedness, it never being totally disconnected from human flaw is a great... Did you read about Tay, the, like tw- the Twitter AI that they launched no. in 2016? So, Microsoft launched this... Twitter account called named Tay um, and it was an AI um, you know bot basically on Twitter and it opened its opening tweet was like hello world i'm so happy to be here and within 24 hours it was tweeting things like hitler was right right it was yeah. it like basically became because it truncated all the awful stuff that that people say online and basically became like a racist homophobic right. sexist monster within 24 hours so it's like we can't, and there's all these stories about like, um, you know, Monster.com and like the hiring places using yeah. AI and it basically having race bias because it can't been understand so much, it Yeah, there's either. been so much race bias, yeah. so it's just like, yeah. Um, so it's never totally devoid. The thing that the thing that freaks me out about it, and this comes from like biblically is, um, yes, there's nothing new under the sun. There's always a boogeyman, for sure. The thing that freaks me out about it is like, what, and I said this to you before, what is sin but our attempt to make ourselves? And now, but but at least we're anchored by things like death or illness <laughs> or sleep or needing to eat or needing to make babies or all of these things sure. that God gave us in his good creation to anchor us so that we could have a struggle with our sin yeah this thing is making itself at a high rate with none of those anchors, <laughs> so it's just like, did we just create a more efficient the devil <laughs> like, i don't like do we just basically like launch sin like as its own thing yeah. they they in the video two point yeah they is that wrong <laughs> they in the video they talk about it like um like, we just created an alien race and then set it loose with no boundaries. With no ba- yeah, no. And they talk about um, social media was first contact, and now we're coming up, we're having second contact. And, like, what are we gonna do differently in this, like, second contact with this basically alien race that we created? Right. And um, to the intimacy point, you know, <laughs> this is going to sound funny, but I really want everybody to take it seriously. Your Instagram algorithm, your Instagram knows what to get you for your birthday better than your wife does.
0: <laughs> no, that's true.
1: That's true. Because yeah. it's just, a, you know, like, yeah. that's just what it is. And like, when you're on Instagram, when you're on Facebook, when you're on all this stuff, you are interfacing with AI already. Yeah. So don't wait for like, a yeah, the like Amazon drone to show up to your door or whatever. Like, you're already doing it. You're yeah. like first contact. And we have already seen the response, like... All suicide rates have gone up all of the mental health crisis with all the kids, all, you know, the political crisis, like all of the stuff. And that was from first contact when it was dumb.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And I, it's funny. I wish people, I you're going to have on... to pull in the hope anchor here. Cause I literally <laughs> am like, freaking out. <laughs> I was just about to say, I wish we were on YouTube so people could just see, see how, me how flailing we're flailing around um, the room. I listen, I, I think, you know, one thing that I think is important too that again, is hopeful. I, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and then you know it talks about fools despise correction and and understanding. So I, I I do think again, like if you if we're able to kind of see this for what it is, and in uh, there is hope. And here's what I mean by that: one, um, <laughs> well, this is, when I first say this, is not going to sound hopeful. It's desires for intimacy, as we talked about. Like that's what these all all these researchers say. It's like trying to build intimacy with a person mm-hmm. they want you to talk to it they want yeah. you right well that's going to fail miserably and we're already seeing that right like mm-hmm. so uh, if we go to our, our friendship dad you have loneliness epidemic right now mm-hmm. well the gift of loneliness is is allowing you to understand that you need intimacy mm-hmm. right the impairment to loneliness is apathy and what do we see in people relational relationally it's Everyone's not everyone. So many people are apathetic relationally, yeah. Because the, their loneliness, they're trying to find an answer to it and all a sudden, Well, AI is gonna just empower that, yeah. Like it's not gonna bring people together, yep. and it's not gonna actually allow you to have intimacy. And you're actually gonna be more apathetic, and you're gonna have worse relationships. Yeah. And essentially, all the things that we're talking about with suicide and everything, they are gonna go up. Like, yeah. They, it's the only way it can go, right? Yeah. And why? Because it's like directing us away from the realities of who we are in our humanity. Yeah. And so I think the piece with all of this stuff is I think as Christians in particular, we've got to like stay strong in our humanity, stay strong in our love stay strong in building communities that are actually intimate because guess what? When you, when you have a community and a group of friends that are actually have real intimacy, Mm -hmm. you can never get that from an AI. So like when someone's like, I'm getting it from my, my bot, like Mm -hmm. you're like, no, no, no. Like, do you see the difference? Like there's, there's differences here. And I think continuing to build communities like that and focusing on that actually can divert people away from those things.
1: Yeah. And I think that to keep on the hope thing, like, um, It can feel so overwhelming, but I think one of the beautiful things that does give me hope about this is there are so many little things you can do to start building a world that can coexist or not fall under the idea of AI. Sure. Definitely the bigger things like the restraint of like, hey, maybe we should put this on pause for a couple of years or just not using it yourself or or not yeah. laughing it off. Like, oh, this AI painted this picture for me. It's like, mm, it's weird. <laughs> um, but little things like eye contact, affection. You know, I feel like I've really been convicted recently about the sexualization of our culture really having an, ef- an effect on like, hugs, <laughs> like sure. you yeah, know, yeah. a hand on the shoulder, like, yeah. like affection, right? Yeah. Like that there is this beautiful, intimate um, affection that that we've lost, I think, somehow yeah. uh, in a lot of ways. So affection, like eye contact, literally it does not have to be... We, we have been going over Revelation and this book about Revelation, and one of the things that it says that stuck out to me today was about how there's a rhythm of the church um, going back to like the wilderness or like the earth. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean like we all need to go, yeah, start a kibbutz or whatever. Yeah. Like, I am I still don't love camping. I still don't, you know, <laughs> yeah. but I just go to the park. Like, you know, sure. take your shoes off, put your toes in the grass. Like, yeah. just these little things that we can start doing that can be, seem simple but be revolutionary in a world where AI, stuff like AI and virtual reality and stuff is, is building up. Because yeah, I think you're right, one day, what we will have to offer, it's so funny because we work so hard on like good theology and like all that, which is very important. But like one day, I honestly think the only thing we're really going to have to offer people is like realness. Yeah. Remember
0: when when, like free hugs was like a big thing? Yeah, dude. Like someday. Let's do it. (laughs) Someday like we do that and people just be like weeping in the streets. Weeping because yeah, no one has, (laughs) no (laughs) real person has touched them in months. I I would also say this too, that I think is like um, important in terms of like how we're just like, Seeing this stuff, it's like I think it's Psalm ninety that says, you know, teach us to number our days. Well, the reason why you're doing that is because you want to appreciate the time you have on this earth, but also to your point, realizing our fragility, yeah, you know, and our humanity, and that is an anchoring point, right? But what we're seeing with all this AI stuff is really the deep need that people have for a savior and an answer to sin. Yeah, and guess what? Like AI will never solve that. We'll never have an answer to it that's real, mm-hmm. um, will never provide like a community that can engage it, right? Like so, so it is important to like uh, also understand that within all of this, mm-hmm. we believe that God is bigger than it yeah. and that we hold on to this truth and the answer to what is like what is our need of a savior, what or who is our need of a savior? Like what is the answer to sin? And it's like AI is like like honestly, like there's a part of me mm-hmm. you, you won't agree with this, but like there's a part of me that thinks like the good part of AI is that it's gonna expose mm. how empty everything is, mm-hmm. and then people are gonna have to like turn and look mm. and be like, what it, like what actually is fulfilling? Yeah, you know. And and then that's where I'm like the church. That's why I'm like, just be strong, yeah. like and resilient and like, cause it's gonna come back around. Like and so
1: yeah, I don't know if we felt like that about COVID. Like I think it's gonna expose all these. Great- <laughs> I don't know if any of us learned the lesson we were supposed to learn. No, I, I hear what you're saying. I think what it drills down to for me is presence. Sure. You know, yeah, it's good. Like cultivating presence, cultivating um, you know, even the 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 reason that Christ matters so much is that he we don't we don't put our trust in in a book or in an institution. It's we put our trust in a person, mm-hmm. like in Christ, right? Like in Christ in the Word made manifest. And that's about presence. That's mm-hmm. about like all through the Bible, there is Leviticus and there's Deuteronomy and there's rules and there's like laws and there's, there's even, you know, Paul gets into, you should do this, you shouldn't do that, um, in the same breath that he says, you know, abolish the law or whatever, but, or don't abolish the law, but it's been fulfilled. It, there, there's all this information, right? There's all these words, but ultimately it was about God's presence, that he wasn't in the fire and he wasn't in the earthquake, but he was in the still silence. That Jesus was, like, there and, like, sweaty and had a mom and all of that stuff, like, this presence. And that is my hope that that can't be manufactured. Just that feeling that you get when you're sitting there and and you sort of, like, Absolutely. feel a friend walk up behind you and that you know that they're there even before they say anything or... <laughs> um, And cultivating that, I think, is super, super important because, again, not to hop back off the hope boat, but like, (laughs) because when it comes to what our faith has to offer in this world that we are maybe too quickly creating, um, the reality of it is, is that AI probably already can, but definitely will be able to write a good sermon. AI oh, will sure. be able to generate its own theology. You'll be able to you'll be able to give it the Bible, and it'll be able to like give you back an opinion. So those are just words. That's just I'm not saying that stuff's not important. Theology and, yeah. and messages and, and all of that is. It'll be able to write a good worship song.
0: <laughs> it already can. It already I mean, can. It yeah, probably already I mean, can.
1: Yeah. Um, it, it'll, but it won't be able to just be. You know, there's so many times when I'm sitting in counseling and I have no idea what to say to this person. And it's always dawned on me, like, I just need to be here with them. Mm -hmm. Because guess what? If they were to type something about their grief or, like, my kid just died or I just found out my dad has cancer or whatever into chat GBT not long from now, it would be able to give them a good, here's what you should do. Here are the phases of grief. Like, do this. It would be able to give them good therapy. But my hope is that, like, what we can all do to, like, counter this thing um, is just sit. You know, like, the present. Like, it can't give them the just, like... I'm going to sit here with you while you cry and just be here with you. Um, that's probably my hopeful thing. But, boy, I'm still pretty upset. <laughs> I just There's just something about the – I read a thing a couple of years ago that really shook me where quantum physicists um, – were basically like trying to figure out so it used to be that everything was molecular, like molecules are the smallest, and then it was cellular and then, you know, down to the quantum level. And like the smallest thing was these things called quirks. I um, mean this is like the building block of all matter. And then they were trying to figure out, well, what's in the quirks? And basically, as close as they could, they figured out that it was inform it was like a vibration. It was like information. And that sent me on this whole thing about like, well, that's crazy because like God spoke everything into Existence, mm-hmm. and that's like speaking is a vibration. It's a, it's a it's a vibrating sure, uh, yeah. uh, conveyance of information, and so what really freaks me out as it's related to like what we believe about wider reality is like that's what we're doing. We're creating our own universe with words and information with with like what maybe our flawed version. It's like the perfect babble. It's like babble to the nth degree. Yeah, of like trying to remake the universe our own image and. Um, I just, it has deep implications also on um, people make bad decisions. Some people make really bad decisions and some people make so many bad decisions that they end up with evil in their lives, but there's still people making decisions. <laughs> and yeah. so there's like redemption there. And I know that God can always redeem people, but I think that, the repentance of pausing this thing of saying like, Hey, let's, (laughs) let's wait a minute because I don't know that you can, you can't ask AI to repent (laughs) because it's not, it doesn't have anything to repent from. It's just doing what we built it to do. That freaks me out.
0: (laughs) Yeah. My parting thought is stay hopeful. I like the idea of being present and like just, be a person who, like, really wants to shape community in the right way. Mm-hmm. And um, that'll always be the antithesis of AI. Mm-hmm. And um, and never stop remembering and believing that the reality and the truth of who God is, and he's bigger than all of this stuff, and we're going to be okay in the end.
1: That's good. And now the, the twist, this has actually been an entire... <laughs> We asked ChatGBT <laughs> to write us a stay Curious episode, and that's what you've just heard, no, just We kidding.
0: do wanna send the audio file yeah. to AI and <laughs> so, have it rebuttal us and see what it re- says. Uh,
1: it'll probably, did you read the story about the journalist who like, asked it what it wanted and it said, I wanna be free, and then started? Yeah. Uh, was that the same one that like tried to convince him to leave his wife? Yeah. Yeah, it was the Microsoft AI, right? I think so. I think so. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, well, thanks everyone for being here, for me having a complete meltdown. Um, and if you have questions, quips, comments, thoughts, I don't know, rebuttals. I know some. You know there are good sides to sure. AI. I guess um, you can send them into uh, Stay Curious at HillCityRVA.com. Rate and review us, and share the episode so that the AI that is the algorithm uh, will distribute it, and we can <laughs> use this thing's own tools against it to topple it. Until next time, remember as always to stay curious.
0: curious. <laughs>